Tim's News Explosion. 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 everyone and welcome to back for 2024 on this monday the 15th of january we are live on the wilmsfront youtube channel the wilmsfront odyssey channel still had problems with rumble this year uh, i couldn't get it to work on uh, the return of wilmsfront last night a lot of you uh didn't get uh, the notification me to be on the air on a Sunday night, uh, but uh, the live replay is up of uh, my conversation with uh, Damien Ferry going through the 2023 Unshackler Award. It is 9pm here in Victoria, where the global boiling has finally close uh, to uh, 30 degrees yesterday and uh, today and it's uh, expected to peak above 30 though it's not a, a scorcher here in Australia over 40 degrees uh, the Bureau of Meteorology forecast a dry El Nino summer, yet we experienced a stormy and rainy Christmas and New Year here in Eastern Australia. It followed me on my trip to Adelaide. Uh, so the last two nights there, it just rained and rained and rained. Uh, we over here in the Eastern States, there were 10 Australians killed by floodwaters or by uh, falling uh, trees in thunderstorms. Though back here in Melbourne, it has been a terrifying, and certainly not in a good way, I, uh, like, end to 2023 and 2024, uh, with uh, fire bombings all across uh, the city, uh, primarily at tobacco stores uh, but uh, just before Christmas uh, Tim Lutz who is the owner of the National Socialist Network uh, gym in Sunshine which uh, Antifa and socialist activists have been trying to get him uh, he and the NSN evicted from a commercial premise trying to get the Bringback Council to get in some resolution to kick them off private property uh two days before christmas uh two masked people i set fire to his pregnant pregnant wife's car and then ran off and as of uh, nearly a month later uh, the uh, these terrorists are still at large uh victoria police uh, haven't apprehended them and uh, Tim Lutz has had to move 
house uh, for his and his uh, family's safety. And the the scary thing will be that if Victoria Police uh, don't uh, catch these uh, terrorists, uh, because well they just can't do it or they just don't have the will, this will set a precedent that Antifa and socialist groups will believe, wow, we got away uh, committing a terrorist act against a a neo-Nazi. We can probably get away with uh, doing it again. And so this was, now I don't know much about uh, Tim Lutz, his personality. Obviously, uh, he he, he, uh, helps train uh, the National Socialist Network members uh, so obviously a a very uh fit and able-bodied man uh, this was uh, him speaking to uh Thomas Sewell uh, the uh, what well he's a one of the leaders of the National Socialist Network uh, Jacob Hershnert who's now allowed to associate with the National Socialist Network uh, he he is actually the, the founder and leader, but this was Tim Lutz uh, the day after. Last night, left-wing terrorists firebombed my pregnant wife's car while we were sleeping in the middle of the night through Molotov cocktails. Other ones were found in the front yard. My children were sleeping inside at the time, were woken up by it. Neighbours come running out in the street and they just basically ran off into the night. These people have no honour attacking a home where children and a pregnant woman is sleeping. I found two other firebombs in my front yard that hadn't broken up and gone off properly, thank God. Fire spread to the fence of the house and uh, could have gone very bad very fast. Yeah. It's lucky a close community here, all the neighbours came out and helped. And it'll be interesting to see how the police act. The media play a role in this as well with all their scaremongering. The media pushing this narrative that we're violent, that we're terrorists, when we're literally the polar opposite of that. We remain peaceful at all times. To only have terrorism committed against us. Don't let these anti-fascist terrorists intimidate you into inaction. Stay staunch. Continue the fight. Hail victory, blood and honour. Australia for the white man. And so, as I said, I, the Victoria Police are still haven't uh, apprehended I, these left-wing uh, terrorists. And Victoria Police, even if they don't like the National Socialist Network, I you can't have. A, in a suburban uh, western suburb street in the middle of the night, a car uh, being set on fire because, uh, as Tim said, all of the neighbours uh, t- uh, uh, turned out to see what was wrong and they would have been scared. What's, what's going on? I can't believe that this is uh, happening in uh, my, na- my neighbourhood. I mean, they probably don't know much about... Uh, Tim Lutz's is politics. I mean, you would be it's you, you would be scared if there was a, a car set on fire in in your street, even though even if it wasn't targeted at you. Uh, now, uh, the mainstream media, uh, their headline was uh, a National Socialist Network member runs to police after car bombing. Well, that's what you do after. After your your property has been uh, torched by terrorists, and you'd be pissed off if your car uh, was torched. So uh, there has been a a crowd a, a crowd funder 
on Give Send Go uh, that has been uh, put up, uh, which uh, the Antifa, uh, particularly slack bastard, hate uh, that Give Send Go allow the National Socialist Network to crowdfund, and particularly that uh, that's it's been it's eight thousand Australian dollars has uh, been raised. Uh, so it was created by Thomas Sewell. It says, help the wider Australian community have an internal home. My intention was to make this fundraiser in the new year. Instead, I'm making it on Christmas Day due to a terrorist attack against one of our families yesterday in the early hours of Christmas Eve. It has become evident that the state-backed terrorism is being used against our community for the explicit stand, white Australia and other peoples around the world. Police and media are bearing the bombing of our families because it is in the system's interest to terrorise white people who advocate for whites. We are European descendant people living in Australia, building a physical and politicised white Australian community. Our mission is simple, the preservation and advancement of white people in Australia. Our initial goal is to build a flagship of a parallel society model in, in Victoria, Australia, for the purpose of securing safe and independent living space uh, for our families. Now, the Antifa socialists, they hate it when uh, somebody like Thomas Sewell of the NSN talk about living space because there's a German uh, translation of Liebenbrausen, which is what Hitler talked about in Mein Kampf. We are scouting rural property with fertile soil and clean water systems to sustain the foundation wave of up to a dozen families in homesteading. And I won't go through uh, the full of it, uh, but uh, you get the the plan as well. I know that uh, YouTube, it's uh, like, like last night, it doesn't send out the notifications uh, properly. Uh, so a, a lot of our regulars are slow to to trickle trickle in. Uh, Peak Aussie Man uh, was the was the first. Uh, Ron uh, Nielsen, good to see you again. You were there uh, last night as well. We also had a, a the uh, death of a much beloved uh, suburban uh, GP after he decided to, uh, 33-year-old Dr. Ash Gordon, uh, chase uh, home invaders uh, who who, uh, stole uh, shoes, a laptop from uh, his property. And he, uh, they're investigating whether he was, well, he has sadly uh, died, uh, whether he was stabbed, hit by a car. Uh, So, sustained a, a fatal injuries and Doncaster is in Melbourne's east it's kind of an affluent area which uh, these would not be uh locals uh, these uh, uh these uh, home invaders uh hopefully they are caught and they have they have made the the home invaders a fatal error as well, I mean, they they tend to uh, get off uh, lightly. A lot of these uh, carjackers and home invaders, but if you murder somebody, then you certainly go away. We hope uh, for at least uh, a decade. Uh, so that's been happening. I'm I also mentioned a uh, Melbourne is a the hotbed of the uh, illicit tobacco wars because the government's jacked up the tax so much uh, that there's it's called chop chop uh, organized uh, criminal gangs are torching each other's uh, uh, tobacco uh, stores for uh, control 
obviously in Sydney, uh, it's the cocaine capital of Australia. Uh, the Middle Eastern crime families are shooting each other for control over uh, the uh, city's cocaine trade. And again, this is just uh, prohibition uh, leading uh, to violence and death. I mean, we had uh, those nine overdoses of that uh, well, uh, dodgy MDNA uh, at that music festival. And we had the new uh, single-use vape importation ban come in uh, January 1. So uh, there'll also be vaping wars as well. I mean, at least it gives uh, the uh, the Australian Federal Police a, a lot to do. And uh, it <laughs> allows them to justify their their budget and asking for more money. In my opinion, they should uh, uh, concentrate on uh, real criminals such as uh, international uh, pedophiles and uh, those who trade child pornography. Now, to top it all off, we had a, another uh, race riot uh, in uh, in St Albans in uh, Melbourne's west, and this time it wasn't well. Last year, uh, the most uh, famous uh, race riot was between the the Sikhs and the the Hindus in the Melbourne uh, CBD uh, when uh, the Sikhs were holding that fake referendum uh, to have a independent uh, Kalinistan uh, state in India in uh, the Punjab. Uh, province, uh, uh, bringing their grievances here. Uh, this time, it was it was a African uh, civil war uh, spilling over here into the streets of Melbourne. Uh, this uh, was uh, the Seven News report. At a St Albans reception centre, Stop, a fight erupts between two groups on either side of the property's fence and either side of a political regime in Africa. From peaceful to violent in a flash. A fence torn down, windows smashed, blood everywhere. Ten people taken to hospital. Just all running at them, swinging flags, um, throwing bricks, pretty much anything they could do. Inside the building, an Eritrean community group. Those outside claim that same group supports a dictatorship in Eritrea. Was it supposed to turn violent? No, it wasn't supposed to turn violent. Senate Habtamerium was one of the protesters outside. Government officials and police met with Eritrean leaders here to avoid violence, but it blew up anyway. I did not take a weapon with me. We did none of us took a we weapons with us. We went there to demonstrate to call for human rights, so we can't be going there taking weapons. Eritrea is in eastern Africa, near the Red Sea. There has never been an election. President Afwerki has been in power 30 years. It's a very corrupt and dictatorial regime, so that's just stifling economic development. It's considered the North Korea of Africa. At one of these community meetings in Melbourne last year, children were dressed in military clothing and paraded with guns. The community group didn't respond to our inquiries. There have been similar Eritrean protests in Canada and Israel. Countries that have taken in the Eritrean refugees over the last 30 years have found those refugees being intimidated by the government back home. With the broken wall, torn down fences and eight smashed windows, the owner estimates damage here to be about $40,000. And they're madly cleaning up inside because tonight they have another function for Vietnamese New Year. The venue was booked just a day in advance. Activists tried to have the event cancelled. We tried to warn, um, but the venue didn't want to listen to us and the people that were conducting the event did it in hiding. 
and then something happened that we were trying to avoid. Police have plenty of work ahead in this case. More than 100 people were involved in the violence. The venue has security cameras, but I'm told the hard drive was broken, so much of that violence wasn't captioned properly. There have been no charges yet, and of the 10 taken to hospital, six are still there tonight. Beck? Blake Johnson reporting live. Thank you. And uh, now, we've previously had uh, violence in years past at Melbourne at uh, uh, Sudanese uh, basketball competitions and at uh, beauty uh, contests. Uh, so uh, sadly, this this type of uh, inter uh, intersectarian violence uh, has uh, come uh, to Melbourne in previous years, and it's certainly no no more welcome than it was before. Now, it is 11 days until Australia Day, uh, January 26, though the defeat of the Aboriginal Voice referendum last year uh, convincingly still hasn't deterred the annual Australia Day campaigners, and they do have an ally in the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese. He says his government has no plans to move Australia Day from January 26. Uh, but we all know uh, that if he and uh, Labor could get away uh, with uh, moving the date from January 26, they would. Their actions speak louder than words with the Albanese government revoking the rule that local governments must hold citizenship ceremonies on Australia Day. Uh, they, of course, hold citizenship ceremonies uh, on other dates throughout the year. So at last count, 81 councils announced uh, they wouldn't hold citizenship ceremonies on Australia Day. Although it can be argued uh, we don't need any more new Australian citizens. I mean, I just showed you uh, how uh, one uh, group of new Australians has brought uh, their grievance here. Uh, they're not the only ones. I've mentioned the others. Uh, we are still in a cost of living and housing crisis. The mass immigration uh, Ponzi scheme is, well, it's the, only, it's the only thing that is uh, fudging the GDP numbers. We're in a per capita recession. We're getting poorer uh, per uh, capita. As Pete Cosiman says, uh, they'd abolish Australia Day and replace it with Pride Day and NADOC Week. And you make the point, Pete Cosiman, it is NADOC Week. Uh, that gets, uh, gets a whole week. And then there's also Reconciliation Week as well. And then there's uh, in the, the month of June in the Northern Hemisphere is obviously LGBT Pride Month. Uh, but uh, in the month of February, uh, in the lead up to the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras, I, there is all of the pride uh, paraphernalia everywhere. Uh, so sadly, uh, that is coming back again. Uh, now, there is one uh, local council uh, which is definitely uh, going to uh, have citizenship ceremonies on Australia Day, and that is the city of Perth, uh, with their uh, celebrity maverick mayor, uh, Basil uh, uh, Zempalis, 
uh, who many, many AFL fans might know uh, that he used to commentate the games on Channel 7. He read the uh, Channel 7 Sports News for uh, 20 years, ran for Mayor of Perth in 2020, re-elected in 2020. Three, uh, he's not woke, not PC. There are rumours that he may be seeking liberal pre-selection to run in the 2025 WA state election. Uh, so he said uh, that uh, not the city of Perth, it is the job of the federal parliament to decide when Australia Day will be observed, not of local councillors, until such time as the federal change uh, uh, change. The federal parliament changes the date. We will continue to reflect, respect, and celebrate as is appropriate on January 26th in Perth and proudly so. We are mindful of community conversations and sentiments about the decision to allow councils to effectively pick their own date goes completely against what a national day should be and do. It should bring us together, not push us apart. And uh, now, I sh there should be a community note on that, that it's actually the government that gazettes January 26th as Australia Day. Uh, there is no federal legislation uh, to enshrine uh, Australia Day as January 26th. So Albanese could uh, cancel it if uh, he wanted to. And uh, Basil uh, Zempalis, he also... Uh, in response uh, to various retailers not stocking uh, Australia Day merchandise or Australian uh, flagged uh, na na national products in the lead up to Australia Day. Uh, so uh, Basil Zampala said, this is precisely the issue. The PM claims he has no ulterior motive over Australia Day, yet allowing councils to make their own choice over the date for their events, knowing full well that many of them will choose not to conduct them on January 26. He encourages other organisations to actively diminish January 26 also. This is not leadership. This is a disingenuous bet each way, a cop-out. If you want to change the date PM, lead that change. Otherwise, tell everyone to get behind January uh, 26, exactly. We have seen uh, that uh, uh, the Labor government here in Victoria uh, uh, have permanently cancelled the Australia Day parade, although I went to it in 2018 and it had become basically almost like an opening ceremony with all of the uh, all, all of the different uh, nationalities marching and the MC would be here's the Filipino Australians here's the Nepalese Australians and then there was also I miss transsexual Australia so there was also the LGBT alphabet uh, floats as well and uh, Dan Andrews uh, he uh, marched in it as well that was before uh, the COVID lockdowns where he couldn't show his uh, face in public and now the people who I who gather in the the CBDs and rage about invasion day because the Melbourne CBD, it's a no-go zone for uh, Australian flags on January 26th. The Invasion Day mob of savages, uh, they uh, control the Melbourne CBD, uh, facilitated by the state government, City of Melbourne and Victoria Police. Remember uh, Ricky T 
in uh, on Australia Day 2019, almost uh, got lynched uh, by the Invasion Day mob in 2020. Neil Erickson was physically removed uh, from uh, that same Flinders Street SEPs by Victoria Police uh, for also carrying the Australian flag, the same one that Ricky T had uh, the year before. And remember, these people, they're not just about abolishing the the or changing the date they want to abolish the date because they believe that australia uh, has a shameful history remember, remember back in australia Day 2018 that tinyin onus williams or she's now known as tinyin onus brown and uses they them pronouns she said told the crowd fuck australia hope it fucking burns to the ground and then after the australia day parade she was allowed to uh, ma- uh she and the Invasion Day mob were allowed to march forward and she had the megaphone screaming in in the people there who'd gathered for the Australia Day Parade shame. I remember last uh, Australia Day in the Melbourne CBD, uh, these, uh, uh, most of them are, are white. I, there was a, a Thai immigrant wearing an Australia Australian flag shirt and the one of the, the, the white Invasion Day protesters with a megaphone got up in her face with a megaphone and said shame or she might identify as an aboriginal uh, i don't know now the reason why i it must be defended is because january 26 that's when uh governor arthur uh philip uh planted the british union jack on sydney cove did land on botany bay on january 18th but it wasn't a decided it wasn't an appropriate uh, appropriate place uh, to disembark, uh, so it went over to Sydney Cove. Uh, but so if the date was moved, uh, then commemorating uh, this, uh, the beginning of the Australian pro- project, you would be cancelled and socially orchestrated. And uh, Mark Latham, when he was with Rebel Australia back in 2018, launched the Save Australia Day campaign, uh, which was fronted by uh, Jacinta Price. It was about a dystopia where you're not allowed to speak about Australia Day January 26. It was called absurd because of the dystopia, but I'm going to play it for you now. I reckon if the date was moved, uh, this is what uh, this is how unspeakable uh, January 26 Australia Day would be. Mummy, mummy, look what I made. Um, have you shown anyone else this, darling? No, I just made it. Okay, love, what can I get you? I'll have six kilos of sausages and three dozen lamb chops, please. Do you want something tomorrow? Oh, n- no, 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 no. Um, this is just for the weekend. I'll be going to work tomorrow like everybody else. Well, have a good day at work then. Thank you. Australia Day, Josie. Cheers, mate. 
talking about the good old days again, were you? Australia Day is under serious threat. Changing Australia Day doesn't change the lives of Aboriginal people in remote communities. We have to come together as a nation to solve these critical issues and do it proactively. Save Australia Day. It'll be a sad day if we lose it. Uh, now, this ad was made before COVID, given that we have more surveillance and smart technology. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't, see, doesn't seem out of the realm of uh, possibility. And uh, now, uh, P. Cosman says, celebrating Australia Day, that's a reduction in your al allotment of rations, is it? So, I mean, that could be those two old guys who secretly celebrate Australia Day. That could be us in 50 years if nothing changes. Now, a group of uh, patriots, rather than be on the defensive uh, the entire time, uh, trying to save January 26th as Australia Day, uh, why not have the whole of January as Australia Month, given that uh, uh, January 1, 1901 was the date uh, when Australia federated, obviously, Arthur Phillip, Botany Bay, January 18th, and so uh, Ben Shand, uh, the Dusty Bogan, who is now on Twitter X as uh, Bogan Christian Lobby, uh, should I read it in his voice? Australia has a lot to be proud of. Our civic music, food, art, fashion, sports and inventions are unique and deserve to be celebrated. We propose that the Australian government officially recognise January as Australia Month. The month already holds significant meaning for Australians. It's when we celebrate Federation Day and Australia Day. By declaring the entire month of Australia, as Australia Month, we can extend these celebrations throughout January. This will not only boost national pride, but also increase awareness of our cultural heritage, both domestically and internationally. Many different groups worldwide have a dedicated month to recognise their demographic or group. It is time for Australians to have theirs too. Let's start each year positively by celebrating what makes us uniquely Australian. Please sign this petition and urge our government to make this change happen. How was my uh, Bogan accent uh, there? Uh, Ron Nielsen says, isn't he a Kiwi? Yes, uh, he is. And so is uh, uh, Thomas Sewell. I, I'm not sure about uh, uh, Dusty Bogan, whether he still says uh, fifth and six as fifth and six, uh, but I noticed in a video, uh, Thomas Sewell still pronounced fifth and six, the New Zealander pr pronunciation, not fifth and six like we do as well. Uh, now, uh, Dusty uh, will be uh, my guest on Wilmsfront next Sunday at 9pm on the Wilmsfront channels, where we'll talk a lot more about uh, Australia Month. Now, if you're wanting to purchase uh, Australian uh, pro uh, patriotic products, uh, but don't want to buy something made in China, you can get a high quality Australian flag 
uh, from flagworld.com.au, also known as Carolyn Richardson. That's where uh, my Australian flag uh, that uh, uh, that uh, you've seen displayed on my streams over the years. Not, I've got to make sure that I hold it, hold it, hold it, the, hold it the right way here. Uh, so I actually got this over a decade ago. This uh, Australian flag, uh, made in Australia, it's lasted over a decade. And uh, they make any flag. They even made Australian Meditations uh, uh, anti-Chinese Eureka flag, even though uh, they probably thought it was a, a racist uh, f- flag. Uh, so uh, they make high-quality, long-lasting Australian flags. Uh, so flagworld.com.au is where you can get Australian-made Australian flags. Now, on to a, well, uh, new laws that have been passed, which are genuinely a shame uh, to uh, this nation. Uh, So on January uh, the 8th uh, this year, the federal Counter-Terrorism Legislation Amendment Prohibited Hate Symbols and Other Measures Act uh, came into effect. So this bans nationwide, including on the internet, so including on live streams such as this, uh, bans uh, the display of the Nazi swastika, the double uh, sig rune, and the salute. And also the symbols of prohibited terrorist organizations, because the national, well, the National Socialist Network, uh, for example, is not a prescribed uh, t- uh, terrorist organization because, well, they they, they don't advocate for uh, political violence and terrorism, so they had to make a special provision to ban the Nazi swastika, uh, double signal, and uh, salute. So the only exemption uh, from uh, the one-year imprisonment is uh, for professional journalists. Uh, so I should be covered uh, by this if I'm reporting on somebody who's displayed the swastika or Nazi salute uh, for artistic and educational uh, purposes that are deemed to be in the public interest. So there's this arbitrary public interest uh, test. Uh, or if the uh, symbol displayed or the Nazi salute is made in opposition to Nazism or the terrorist organization and the trading of Nazi memorabilia is also uh, banned. Uh, so uh, Basil Fawlty, uh, the, the Basil Fawlty uh, moustache uh, salute and walk, that's still okay. And obviously our uh, history uh, documentaries and and textbooks, but it's ridiculous uh, that uh, the laws even have even have to uh, have a carve out uh, for uh, these. Now, national the reason why they've also banned the salute and swastika is because national socialism cannot be banned outright uh, under the Australian Constitution. Because Sir Robert Menzies tried to ban the Communist Party of Australia in the fifties, it was ruled unconstitutional by the High Court. He tried to have a referendum uh, to constitutionally uh, ban uh, the Communist Party. It failed because, well, even during the the Red Menace of the 50s, uh, the Australian people 
uh, weren't prepared uh, to uh, forego uh, political principles uh, in a fit of moral panic. And this is a textbook example of moral panic. And of course, uh, Devere Abramovich of the Anti-Defamation Commission, he is, you have to give him credit, he is uh, one of the most effective moral panickers uh, that uh, probably Australia has ever seen. He, uh, because of the uh, the uh, Carols by Candlelight pro-Palestine interruption protest and at Boxing Day at Chadston, he wanted there to be a state of emergency declared in Victoria because of anti-Semitism. And he always talks about being uh, verbally uh, attacked. You know, I felt like my heart had been ripped out, punched in the stomach. I mean, how many times has he, has he been, as he said, he's been verbally assaulted by a salute or a swastika or something? And now, uh, what carries a five year prison sentence is uh, the uh, possession, viewing, transmission of violent extremist material. Uh, so, the definition includes material that describes or depicts serious violence or Remember, it's crucial if it's an and or an or, provides instruction on engaging in serious violence or supports or facilitates serious violence, and a reasonable person would consider that the material is intended to directly or indirectly advance a political, religious, or ideological cause and intended to assist, encourage, or induce a person to engage in, plan, or prepare for an intimidatory act, or do thing that it relates in engaging, planning, or preparing for an intimidatory act, or join or associate with an organization that is directly engaged in doing of any of the intimidatory act, or is preparing, planning, and assisting, fostering the doing of an intimidatory act. And as reasonable would consider the material together with other material, all of the all of were the material to be taken as a single item of material it would constitute violent extremist uh, material and uh, now we see these laws in operation over in the uk i a guest on wilms front last year the reverend james costello he uh, is currently serving a five-year prison sentence because uh, the uk government uh uh, was able to convince uh, their buddies in the court that he possessed uh, extremist uh, material because of his uh, pro-white uh, Christian uh, creativity uh, religious belief. And so uh, they will certainly, uh, what, what they'll do is they'll, they'll try and get a reason to raid a high-profile nationalist or national socialist, uh, get all of their uh, devices and try and find if they've got some, uh, like uh, maybe uh, the 88 presets on uh, their uh, computer, they can deem that violent extremist material. Uh, the uh, Osama bin Laden's letter to America uh, that uh, recently went viral off uh, uh, with with those uh, uh, moronic TikTokers that could be considered violent extremist material as well. I mean, is uh, footage of the the Twin Towers going to be, uh, well, uh, the the planes, uh, the planes going through the uh, the Twin Towers on 9/11? If you have that on your computer, is that considered extremist material? Given that uh, the news, well, uh, all of the news uh, broadcasted, it's available on uh, YouTube. I mean, are we going to see the e-safety commissioner, Julie 
Imam Grant uh, issue more takedown notices to uh, YouTube, uh, X, Facebook, uh, you name it. And uh, so uh, this was a bipartisan uh, bill. And in fact, it was the Liberal Party uh, that uh, lobbied uh, for uh, the Nazi salute to be included in the the federal legislation, even though Attorney General Mark Dreyfus, Jewish himself, said that uh, state laws are sufficient. And it's it's you can say now that the Liberal Party they no longer believe in free speech, given that Peter Dutton doesn't believe Australia's hate speech and vilification laws do not go do not go far enough, and said that taxpayers should fund Jewish groups civil vilification cases under 18C, which I, uh, Tony Abbott, when he was uh, opposition leader, vowed to uh, repeal after Andrew Bolt was found uh, to have uh, breached 18C through his articles about light-skinned Aboriginals only identifying with their Aboriginality. Uh, though Malcolm Turnbull, he was the Prime Minister who tied, tried to uh, get it before I uh, pass it, pass the repeal, uh, got it before the uh, the Senate, and it was blocked by the Senate, and George Brandis told the Senate people have the right to be bigots. Well, not according to the Liberal Party now. We have to celebrate that Australia is the, 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 the most uh, successful multicultural uh, nation on earth. And uh, Michaela Cash, the Shadow Attorney General, uh, this was how she described the most extreme anti-free speech laws uh, that have ever been passed in Australia. The Coalition will be moving an amendment to allow for a review of these laws, which in our view should be conducted by a preeminent member of the Jewish community to ensure that these laws are doing what they are meant to do. We may well find as a result, if of that review, that these narrow laws as drafted by the government need to be expanded to properly deal with anti-Semitism in Australia. Uh, so uh, there should be a hand-pick uh, preeminent Jewish Australian who should be brought in from outside to review. Isn't the review? Isn't it the role of Parliament to review laws, and then the public, uh, 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 public can make uh, submissions? And now we recently had a, a the uh, vilification fines uh, beefed up in uh, New South Wales as as well, and because apparently there's not enough prosecutions of people who have deemed to have intentionally or recklessly threatened or incite violence towards another person or group because of their race, religious belief, or affiliation, sexual orientation, gender identity, intersex status, or living with HIV, AIDS. Uh, so uh, they... Attorney General Mike, uh, Michael Daly is going to uh, make it so uh, that the police don't have to get the permission of the, the DPP uh, because the goal of these laws is, well, uh, more prosecutions. And even though nobody, uh, you know, uh, no, no, nobody uh, supports uh, political violence uh, or incitement to violence, the way that these laws are, are, are written is that uh, they can they can claim that if you said uh, something uh, that uh, was uh, considered 
uh, offensive or hate speech against any of those groups. They could claim uh, that you're intentionally or recklessly threatening or inciting violence, even though you didn't explicitly uh, say that. And of course, down in Victoria, uh, they're going to expand the Racial and Religious Tolerance Act uh, to include uh, LGBTQ plus vilification to stop protests against drag queen storytime events. Uh, now, we are going to be having a by-election uh, down at uh, my end of uh, Melbourne and the seat of Dunkley, uh, which is around Frankston. And uh, uh, because of the death of the uh, MP, Peter Murphy, of breast cancer, now the Labor candidate, we can breathe a side of, sigh of relief that Dan Andrews is not the Labor candidate. Uh, it is uh, uh, Jody uh, Bailey, uh, who is basically a Peter Murphy clone, uh, working uh, on women's issues. The Liberal Party on Sunday uh, pre-selected Nathan Conroy, who is the uh, mayor of Frankston, 31 years old, described as uh, popular. His ads popped up uh, during the 2020 local government elections all over my feed. So certainly a real go-getter campaigner, uh, which is all you could do during that COVID election, just through ads on social media. It was a mail-in ballot local uh, government. Uh, so uh, though he, the Liberal Party, got to make sure uh, that there's no dual citizenship issues because he was born and raised in Cork in Ireland. He has, I originally thought he had a, a speech impediment, but it's actually uh, his uh, mixed Irish-Australian accent. Uh, so... He's got a, a, a wife and a newborn uh, baby. So certainly uh, he is, well, he's, he's, it's, he's, his life is set up for him. He's already uh, achieved being the, the mayor of uh, Frankston. Uh, though he does appear to be a moderate because he supported the city of Frankston uh, celebrating uh, Ida Hobbit Day. So we don't know when the Dunkley by-election will be, probably late February, early March, the Speaker Milton uh, Dick uh, uh, will decide it. We do have uh, this year, as I mentioned, uh, the uh, Victorian local government elections uh, in October. Uh, there is uh, the Queensland local government elections in March. There is the Queensland state election on October 26, uh, which uh, there's a new premier uh, uh, over uh, the Christmas period, Stephen Miles, after Anastasia Palaszczuk decided to retire. We all know she was tapped on the shoulder by the unions, convinced she wouldn't win the next election. So they got their man in, Stephen Miles. Natasha Files resigned as Northern Territory uh, Chief uh, minister, uh, because of uh, she said a, a, a undisclosed shares, but it because she was so unpopular because of her mishandling of uh, the uh, Northern Territory crime crisis. And you remember she was famously cream pied in uh, cream freight in the face uh, by an angry Darwin uh, constituent over crime and COVID. Uh, vaccine mandate. So Eva Lawler is the new uh, chief minister. Uh, so the polls are looking like that in Queensland, the Liberal National Party under uh, David uh, Chris Foley, uh, he'll, he will uh, win. And the country Liberal Party and uh, the, the Northern Territory uh, will uh, win. 
Uh, so the current leader is uh, Leah uh, Fitch, uh, Fitcher Chiorio. I probably mispronounced pronounce that. Uh, so that'll be on August 24. Uh, the ACT state election on 19th of October. Andrew Barr's the only uh, COVID state or territory leader remaining. Uh, ACT is a one-party state, so Andrew Barr uh, will uh, get re-elected. There could be a possible uh, Tasmanian state election this year, not due until May next year, although it is a minority uh, government uh, with uh, uh, Jer uh, Jeremy Rockcliffe lost uh, to Liberal MPs, uh, though uh, the next uh, Tasmanian state parliament, it expands from 25 to 35 seats, could be in a hung parliament with the Jackie Lambie network polling at 20% rip the AFL uh, Hobart Stadium, given that uh, at a rally, she said, you can stick the stadium right up your bum. All right, uh, let's move on uh, to global uh, issues. Uh, so the COVID fear merchants, they got excited over a new Omicron subvariant, JN1. And apparently this is the most infectious uh, variant yet. Not because uh, people aren't, uh, tes aren't testing like they used to, though before Christmas, uh, a lot of places sold out of rapid antigen tests again because it was still it's still programmed in people's minds because they're seeing family for Christmas. Oh, I don't want to give uh, COVID to grandmother and kill her. I better rat test uh, myself uh, before uh, I go there. Though if grandma did get COVID at Christmas and then died, she's probably lived long enough. I mean, because the average age of death from COVID is 85, when the average life expectancy in Australia is uh, 84. And so if they die from COVID, they, if they didn't die from COVID, uh, something else uh, would, have, uh, uh, would have knocked them over. And now with this JN1, it's even more mild than the original Omicron. It's super mild. Uh, uh, hospitalizations and uh, ICUs and deaths, there has been a, a bump throughout the world, uh, but it's no more than other ways. Now, the reason that uh, we know uh, that, well, we're told, I should say, I, that uh, there hasn't been this many COVID cases since the original Omicron is not because people are testing, it's because of uh, wastewater testing. So uh, there's, uh, uh, our poo is, uh, is at, in our COVID is in our poo at record levels. I saw some COVID accounts saying uh, that it's uh, the COVID, it's gone down to our guts now. That's why I, a lot of us are asymptomatic. We've all got this JM1, we don't even uh, know it. And so, yeah, we've all just been getting on uh, with our our summer. Uh, but uh, again, uh, the, the, the there's still people who are buying all these uh, uh, rat tests to find out if they're sick, even though uh, they don't feel sick at all, even though they never tested themselves uh, before uh, uh, before uh, 2020 uh, for any respiratory illness. Uh, Katie Hopkins, uh, my favourite uh, British uh, personality, summarised it well in this video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm off work. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, I've got COVID. COVID. Yeah, 
How do you know? Oh, I did a test. Oh, right. You did a test. Yeah, I did a test to see if I was sick. And I am. Because I've got COVID. And what does that mean? Oh, that means I can stay off work for longer. Because I have to protect you. I have to stay at home to save your life. Because I've got COVID. Okay. And there's still people in the Australian summer uh, 2024 uh, still uh, wearing masks in the, the shopping centres. I mean, there's uh, uh, those who just wear the surgical mask. Then there's what I call the sandwich wrapper strap-on mask. Then there's the, the orange Daffy Duck uh, mask. And then there's the cloth polka dot uh, masks and uh, another, uh, well, a local uh, favourite of all of uh, uh, of all of us, uh, the People's uh, Premier uh, in New South Wales, uh, uh, John uh, uh, John uh, Bernard uh, Kurwitz. I uh, did a sketch about uh, people wearing masks in 2024. My name is Stanley and I've been wearing a mask for well over three years. I respect everyone in the mask wearing community because we are keeping everyone safe. Thank you for your service. I believe that you are selfish if you don't wear a mask. Why I choose to wear a mask, it just makes me feel safe and I'm ugly. People may look at me funny because <laughs> Who wears a mask in 2024? I wear masks to the grocery store, to the cinemas. I wear a mask while I'm driving. Oh, look at this pig. Disgusting. I'll wear a mask while flying. I wear it to work. And mind you, I work from home. Thanks everyone for jumping on. Great to see everyone. Before we get started, do you mind putting on masks just for everyone's safety on the call? On public transport, I'd even double mask. How do you live with yourself? I've had COVID five times. Imagine if I wasn't wearing a mask. Hey Gary, how are the kids? What's that? What's that? Sorry? I said, how are the kids? I, act, I can't hear you. You're a hero. No, you're a hero. No, we are heroes. We are, we're doing our part. Exactly. Take care of yourself. You too. Get that booster. <laughs> uh, now, last week uh, we had... Uh, our uh, Victorian new chief health officer, Claire Looker, do a publicity blitz about uh, JN1 up in New South Wales. Old Kerry Chan, uh, she came out and said, oh, well, you're allowed to go out now if you're COVID positive, but if you go to the shops, uh, uh, please uh, wear a mask. We had our uh, chief medical officer at the Commonwealth level, uh, Paul Kelly, uh, do an interview with the, the ABC and uh, talked about how, well, the at-risk uh, group, uh, the over 75s, they're not uh, taking up the, the new booster, the updated XB uh, COVID booster. Uh, now, despite that being uh, the, the old variant, apparently it works well against JN1, but all the other vaccines before that don't work. Uh, so I, isn't there going to be another variant like six months that we're all supposed to be scared of and then the current boosters won't work anyway? And this is a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, not even uh, the elderly and vulnerable uh, getting the, the COVID uh, boosters. And uh, this is another uh, funny uh, sketch by Katie Hopkins outside an empty uh, COVID vaccine drive through in the UK. Well, would you look at this? I am disgusted. Look, it's a drive through vaccination centre. Lovely people trying to get the booster. 
into people's arms because the government ordered too many of them. And if we don't get them into people's arms, we don't get paid. Trying to save the nation. And what do we have? Conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers doing this sort of thing, pulling this sort of stunt. You see it? You see it? Do you want fries with that? This is no laughing matter. This may be a drive-through, but it is not a McDonald's. It is full of booster. And people tell me all the time, if I hadn't had my 450 boosters, the COVID I got four times would have been so much worse. You know, this is a sort of, I just heard one of them, the morons, go up to the pull-in and ask if there was any Happy Meals available. This is not a laughing matter. And we need to clamp down on conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers who think this sort of thing is a joke. Do you want fries with that? <laughs> oh gosh, she's so funny, and uh, she's she she was allowed back on Twitter X last year. She says she posts uh, these uh, sketches and other uh, vlogs uh, to Twitter X now. Uh, on YouTube, her TNT radio show is uh, is reposted on the Katie Hopkins World uh, YouTube uh, channel. And when they when she throws to commercial, she has has, has this uh, catch cry: "If you don't come back." After the break, I will hunt you down and uh, break your legs. I should have a, a, a slogan at the end of this sh end of this show. If you don't come and uh, wa uh, watch the next live show, uh, then I'll hunt you down and sort you out. Now, a lot of people are, are asking me uh, why you're still uh, doing the the COVID uh, coverage, and the reason why uh, is uh, is is because these people uh, they ruined and controlled our lives for the best part of two years, and now uh, they uh, uh, have lost uh, and have been losing for two years, and so it's important to laugh at them. Ha <laughs> ha! You thought that you would control uh, our uh, our lives forever, that we'd be in a permanent biomedical security state. Ha <laughs> ha! That you know we're all back to normal now, but. Uh, it could be that uh, the globalists uh, they they're cooking up another uh, pandemic uh, because remember event two hundred one uh, the pandemic simulation in December uh, uh, twenty nineteen. Well, at Davos at uh, the World Economic Forum, uh, they are beginning uh, planning uh, for disease X, and apparently already I. Uh, already preparing for a vaccine for it. How can you prepare for a vaccine for a disease that uh, you don't even know it exists? And so with fresh warnings from the World Health Organization that an unknown disease X could result in 20 times more fatalities, uh, that's just a, a figure that they pulled out of their ass, than the coronavirus pandemic. What novel efforts are needed to prepare healthcare systems for the multiple challenges ahead. This session is linked to the Partnership for Health System Sustainability and Resilience at the Collaborative Surveillance Initiative of the World Economic Forum. So uh, we so we shall see. Uh, they've been trying to scare us uh, last year about bird flu, uh, then late last year in the UK, swine flu. Uh, that mystery childhood pneumonia in China, which was not a mystery, as mycoplasma pneumonia. Uh, the new, uh, the, 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 the more deadly monkeypox in uh, the People's Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, so 
We don't know that if they're cooking uh, something up in another uh, gain-of-function lab uh, somewhere in China. Uh, now, we do have a, uh, our uh, COVID inquiry uh, into in Australia uh, this year, and it was uh, very refreshing to see former uh, Chief uh, Chief Medical Officer, Deputy Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Nick Coatsworth, uh, say uh, that uh, that uh, we shouldn't, uh, in the next pandemic, we shouldn't uh, use draconian restrictions again, and the state should be uh, stripped of uh, their uh, health pandemic powers. Uh, Dr. Nick Coatsworth, he also filled in for Carl Stefanovic on the uh, Today Show. Uh, during the the summer, and uh, because this tweet of his went viral, every storm this summer in our su uh, suburb in Canberra has receded the bureau text warning by at least five minutes. Murray Watt, the whole country knows the bomb is behind the eight ball. Yes, the the flood affected communities of North Queensland and the and the Gold Coast, uh, they got a bomb alert after uh, they'd been besieged by floodwaters. I mean, if they spent less time uh, trying to uh, uh, do computer models about what the climate's going to be and doctoring past temperatures uh, to make them cooler, uh, so you can claim that last year was the hottest day on record, perhaps you could, you know, predict what it's going to be in maybe a week instead of uh, uh, fifth. If, instead of in in 50 plus years obviously global boiling last summer i uh, that uh, that was the big scare uh, though as i open the show it hasn't it hasn't eventuated but don't worry there's still february uh for we know that anthony albanese and uh, his emergency management minister murray watt are on standby uh for bushfires i uh, so Fingers crossed that we have a, a sunny, warm summer uh, without the, the bushfires. Uh, now, going back to, uh, well, I, those people who still wear masks, I, the pro-Palestinian uh, activists in San Francisco, they still uh, wear masks. This is them celebrating after the, Calif the San Francisco uh, Board of Supervisors, a, a, a voted in favor of a ceasefire which is just virtue signaling free, free have you ever seen a room full of mentally ill liberal freaks in your life i mean that was basically like a like a, they're, they're a parody of themselves. Now I mentioned uh, the uh, the pro-Palestinian disruptors we had at Carols by Candlelight and at Chadston Boxing Day in the U.S. cities of New York and Seattle. They actually block highways. I mean, it's they Ron DeSantis. Uh, he, he he passed a law in Florida uh, that uh, made it legal uh, to run over protesters who blocked the highway. That that was struck down by the federal court. But that should be a law nationwide. Uh, if you fuck around and decide decide to to protest on a highway uh, where cars and trucks have the right of way, well, I it you shouldn't be surprised if uh, cars run you over. And uh, you're that brain dead uh, that you're prepared to just get hit by a car or a truck uh, for uh, your cause. I mean, they are pretty uh, brain dead, uh, these uh, people. Now, a, 
Israel over uh, the Christmas and New Year period have uh, continued uh, their uh, bombing and ground operations in Gaza, vowing to Netanyahu is vowed to uh, finish uh, the job. They're never going to remove Hamas. Uh, and if they are removed, uh, the, the, the the Palestinian people, uh, they probably rally around an even more extreme uh, group than Hamas because they do have majority uh, support in, uh, in the, the Gaza Strip and 75% of Gazans thought uh, the the October seven uh, atrocities in southern Israel uh, were justified. Now, since October seven, uh, there has been uh, the Red Sea uh, shipping crisis where uh, Yemeni Houthi rebels uh, have uh, hijacked uh, commercial ships, which they deem have an Israeli uh, connection even though a lot of them don't. Uh, they claim that there's some Israeli shareholder somewhere. Uh, they've, they have vowed uh, to uh, keep, uh, uh, keep going with this, uh, uh, this uh, piracy until uh, medical and uh, food supplies are properly, properly, uh, pr- uh, properly make it into uh, the Gaza Strip because uh, both Egypt and Israel are only allowing uh, limited limited uh, trucks there. And so, what uh, what has a the US and UK decided to uh, do uh, in response to this? Well, bomb Yemen uh, because most of Yemen is controlled by the. Houthi rebels. They're called Iranian-backed. Uh, this is uh, because there was an uh, eight-year civil war in Yemen uh, between the Saudi-backed uh, government and uh, the Houthi Shia-backed uh, 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 Shia Iranian-backed rebels. And the effect of uh, this uh, this uh, Saudi uh, blockade of Yemen, which the United States uh, funded. Obama started it in 2015. Trump continued it. Biden finally uh, ended it in uh, 2022. And uh, so uh, the uh, given that uh, the United States backed the starving of the Yemeni people and children uh, for seven years, it's not surprising that uh, uh, where the, the that uh, they didn't automatically thank the United States. Thanks for not starving us anymore. Uh, in the United States saying, "Oh, we're cool, right?" No, uh, it just uh, put them into the Houthis. Uh, it, it 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 made the Yemeni people rally around the Houthis more. And of course, uh, the uh, the U.S. claims uh, that. Uh, uh, they uh, that they have uh, uh, crippled uh, the Houthis' offensive uh, capabilities, and but uh, that is uh, only minimally. Uh, this is according to antiwar.com. Uh, U.S. officials tells the New York Times that the Houthis have a lot of weapons that are mobile and easy to hide. So does that mean the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, they will start also uh, bombing civilians? In Yemen, I mean, the Houthis—they're not going to stop. They'll—they'll they'll double down. 
and uh, now they're uh, vowing to attack uh, U.S. Navy vessels. And of course, I the uh, this will I the Red Sea crisis. It's a vital shipping shipping lane. I the a lot of uh, commercial uh, commercial ships are going the long long way around Africa, and so that'll add on goods and. Dawn Browning, you're right uh, that there is uh, trouble. Uh, CFMU strikes industrial action again at Australian uh, ports. Uh, they're always uh, blockading, refusing to undo uh, those uh, shipping uh, containers. And uh, so there is uh, dirt, McGurdy says, but why don't we say the USA-backed Ukrainians or USA-backed Iranians? Media biased language, perhaps. Well, I just said uh, US backed Saudi blockade. And yes, the USA, they backed the uh, Ukrainian uh, coup against the democratically elected pro Russia president in 2014, the Euromaidan revolution that was spearheaded by Victoria Newland, the US Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs. And even though the the US is sort of they're they're being a bit sterner with Israel, you can't just keep doing this. Um, they're still obviously uh, funding a lot of Israeli military operations now over in the Hague in the International Court of Justice, uh, which is the UN's uh, court. It's not the International Criminal Court, which is also in the Hague in the Netherlands. South Africa has initiated proceedings in the International Court of Justice accusing Israel of genocide in Gaza. The irony of South Africa uh, launching the, launching uh, this case, given that they're genociding the white uh, farmers. I mean, you know, they're they're not exactly uh, the most uh, you, you know uh, the uh, the pinnacle of the respecter of human rights and racial harmony. I mean, they're still being uh, brutally uh, murdered. In South Africa, the white farmers, anti-white racism is uh, rampant. Uh, the African National Congress, well, it's a uh, black communist party, and the economic uh, freedom fighters, that is a, well, that's a anti-white genocidal uh, party. So yes, uh, pot calling the, the kettle uh, black, but... The the obviously uh you know Sky News or it should be called Zio News because uh, they just talk about uh, Israel and the Middle East. Uh, obviously, they're supportive of the Yemeni uh, Yemeni uh, airstrikes. So it's Talk TV in the UK. Uh, though uh, there are a lot of uh, prominent uh, voices saying, "Hey, I." We were never asked whether we wanted to go go to war with with Yemen, a country that we've already brutalised. Uh, our governments have already brutalised, which has been funded by our tax dollars. Uh, the US Congress has to declare war. Uh, that hasn't happened. It's, that's been unilaterally by the Biden uh, administration. And this was the scene in the capital of, uh, of Yemen, uh, uh, Sinana and uh, Yemen is a, a country, I should say, of uh, 34 and a half million people.
Now, the pro-Palestinian protests in the West, they are now pro-Palestinian and pro-Yemen protests. So I don't know where all of these uh, activists all of a sudden got their uh, Yemeni flags from. Uh, I don't think it was at a local local uh, retailer, uh, but uh, they I, it, it, there was an they performed an insurrection outside the White House, uh, shaking the White House uh, uh, gates, and uh, staff had to be evacuated uh, to the the underground. Over in the the US, uh, to uh, bring in the new year, uh, finally, I uh, the uh, the names uh, that were listed in the Jeffrey Epstein lawsuits uh, were revealed. Well, most of them, some some uh, John Doe's are yet to be revealed. Now, a lot of uh, names were not surprising uh, in in those. Uh, in those documents, uh, obviously, uh, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, but the surprising name uh, was Stephen Hawking, who, of course, was the uh, that that uh, scientist discovering the the black hole uh, theory, and of course had motor neuron disease, and so had to it couldn't even communicate with his hands; it was with his uh, eyeballs. So. People were wondering uh, if he went to Epstein's Island for sexual gratification, how did that work? Because if his entire body is immobile, uh, then obviously his uh, penis uh, wouldn't work. And it's important to, for you to uh, deep dive into uh, the actual documents the, uh, documents uh, for yourself so you don't fall for uh, fake memes uh, like this was, was put out uh, by uh, one of my favorite Twitter X meme account, uh, Drift Funds or Memes, who, who put out this that said, uh, wait, are you, uh, wait, are you telling me that Stephen Hawking frequented the island for pleasure? Uh, yes, Jeffrey loved to have intellectuals visit the island so he could reward them for their hard work for humanity and for other uh, darker reasons. Did, did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Stephen Hawking's proclivities? Yes, he liked watching undressed midgets solve complex equations on two high-up chalkboards. That never happened. <laughs> that is an excellent uh, fake troll uh, meme uh, by Jeffrey Memes, who also does excellent satirical deep fakes. Uh, now, in my opinion, uh, deep fake AIs are used for the right reasons for hilarious political satire. He did this one, uh, Bill Clinton addressing the uh, his name on the Epstein flight logs. My fellow Americans, today you may be waiting for the highly anticipated Epstein client list to be released. So while I know you may see what appears to be my name on the list, 
I'd like to argue that I did not have sexual relations with those children on that island. Would it even count, though? It wasn't in the United States. Also, if you add up their ages, I'm sure it was above 18. Jeff told me since it was outside of the jurisdiction. Bill, what the hell are you doing? Uh, no, Hillary, I'm not confessing. You idiot. Do I always have to clean up your mess? What are you doing? What? No, wait. Please don't hurt the cameraman. He had nothing to do with this. No, Hillary, <laughs> that was my friend. He wasn't a witness. <laughs> so funny. Uh, though, even though that was a deep fake of uh, Bill and Hillary, the laugh of Hillary's was real. That's how she laughed after she said about Gaddafi, we came, we saw, he died. <laughs> and uh, also uh, forgot to uh, paleo conservative Australian uh, mention Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer who got him a that uh, a sweetheart plea deal uh, for uh, sex uh, child sex trafficking in uh, 2008. Also on his island, Alan Dershowitz, uh, who he was on that uh, Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich uh, documentary uh, because Alan Dershowitz loves the limelight even when he's being accused of uh, being a pedophile and covering up uh, for a pedophile. And of course, Epstein was Mossad. Uh, the it was going around the hashtag Epstein didn't employ himself, uh, which is a, a play on Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, he he and his uh, girlfriend, Madame Bacura, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, ran a Mossad uh, blackmail operation that's being confirmed by ex-Israeli intelligence agents, and of course, Ghislaine Maxwell. Her father, Robert Maxwell, was a, a double agent for both British intelligence and uh, for uh, Israeli intelligence, Mossad. Uh, he was an absolute scumbag, bully, uh, one of the worst people. He was a, a media uh, mogul back in the 80s. He'd also been a Labour MP, owned the, the Daily Mirror, uh, which uh, was... Uh, which was uh, uh, going uh, broke. And so he stole from the pension funds of uh, the Daily Mirror workers uh, before his empire went uh, bust. Uh, his foreign editor was running weapons uh, over in uh, the, 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 the Middle East. And uh, because uh, Robert Maxwell sued anyone who was critical of him, it took uh, George Galloway, uh, the former Labour MP uh, to air these allegations in parliamentary privilege, which meant that the media uh, could report on them with fear of being sued uh, by uh, Maxwell. And that was pretty much the end of his empire. And he mysteriously fell off his yacht, the Lady Ghislaine, uh, in 1991, uh, which it was it was ruled uh, maybe a suicide or he got drunk and fell off his yacht. He was, uh, he was, uh, he was found off the it was off the caribbean found naked which that would have been gross he was a big fat ugly man and uh so the james bond movie tomorrow never dies uh, which uh, ha is pierce brosnan bond film i uh, 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 uh jonathan bryce uh plays elliot carver a media 
mogul is trying to start a war between Britain and China uh, to get exclusive uh, media uh, satellite media uh, coverage in uh, China for a hundred years. People think that he's based on Rip Murdoch, but he was he was based on Robert Maxwell because there was a scene at the end uh, when when uh, there uh, when uh, Elliot Carver is killed by Bond. Uh, M says to Money Penny, uh, plant a, a story in the newspapers that uh, Elliot Carver fell off his yacht in the South China Sea. Say it was a suicide. Again, this is. Uh, Predictive, uh, you could say predictive programming, like the Obamas uh, uh, leave the world behind uh, technology apocalypse movie that is on Netflix with Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. I, I, by coincidence, this year, all of the tech billionaires, Zuckerberg, Bezos, they're all building these uh, uh, bunkers, uh, which in Leave the World Behind, just luckily, uh, the main characters are, uh, 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 on a uh, at a, a holiday home in the Hamptons, away from the chaos of New York. Robert Maxwell was Jewish. Well, that goes without uh, goes without saying, uh, of course. Now, where are we at? We're going to go to overtime because uh, there. Obviously, this is the first show back. There's a lot to, to cover in the, the first uh, 15 days of uh, uh, 2024. Uh, but how about those Orthodox Jews who emerged uh, from uh, the sewers in New York? Uh, they, uh, they, were, they were tunneling uh, underneath uh, the Hasidic. Uh, Orthodox Jewish uh, synagogue in uh, Crown Crown Heights uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, so uh, the the Shabbat uh, Legovic Hasidic uh, movement it is it is being uh, called, and this was uh, the front page of uh, the New York Post, uh, a Murdoch tabloid uh, a tabloid uh, in in New York. So they did a survey, Shabbat boys spark holy war by digging tunnel under uh, Brooklyn uh, synagogue. Uh, now there were, it was actually a, the, the other uh, members of the synagogue who uh, ratted uh, them out. Uh, so nine were uh, arrested um, and uh, they were violent when uh, the, when uh, the NYD, NYPD uh, uh, turned up uh, to fill the holes because it was it was affecting the foundations of uh, buildings in other other parts of uh, other parts of uh, Manhattan. Now, a the synagogue, uh, the other synagogue members uh, called called uh, called called them extremists and they're being charged with using uh, migrant labor uh, to uh, build this tunnel. Now, according to independent fact checkers like USA Today, uh, the footage from uh, the synagogue, uh, which has the sword mattresses uh, being uh, taken away, apparently the NYPD didn't find any uh, sword mattresses or uh, a baby high chairs 
there. Uh, so that is just anti-Semitic fake news, according to USA Today and Jonathan Greenblatt of the Anti-Defamation Commission. Uh, though we shall see if there's uh, some uh, classifieds in New York Times or the New York Post that says, woohoo, uh, the Chablid Lavid Hazistic uh, Synagogue is giving away 50 soiled mattresses. That's obviously a reference from The Simpsons, where Homer Simpson uh, is excited that uh, the hospital is giving away 50 soiled, uh, soiled uh, ma- mattresses. Now, what were these uh, tunnels for? According to uh, uh, the the other members of the acidic sect who uh, who uh, dobbed them into the uh, the NYPD, uh, uh, they they were expanding it because they believed that the former ra- uh, chief rabbi uh, of the of the uh, temple who died in the 1994 was the Messiah, uh, so uh, that's why they wanted to expand. Now. There's obviously this is in uh, like this is just in New York and they were uh, violent and arrested when the NYPD showed up. And I, there is a lot of Orthodox Jewish uh, settler violence against uh, Palestinians in the West Bank. Labor MP uh, Julian Hill today uh, said uh, 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 said that. Uh, Australians should be banned from uh, uh, from funding uh, uh, settler uh, se- uh, 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 settlements in uh, the West Bank, which is it is I don't and it, and the Israeli government turns a a, a blind eye uh, to uh, to, to uh, these expanding settlements, which is a whole other conflict uh, in uh, in uh, the in the Arab-Israeli uh, conflict. Uh, Paleoconservative Australian Devere uh, would classify that as hate speech as well, Tim. Well, the New York uh, Post, they were on a, on a roll with uh, uh, Jewish puns because uh, there was a, a lesbian couple who, uh, uh, after uh, October 7, uh, didn't want uh, to accept a sperm donor uh, because of he was Jewish, and so the headline was anti-Semitism. Surrogate lesbian couple drop donor because he's uh, Jewish. So, yeah, I'm surprised that uh, the New York Post got away with Subvey, given that Olvey is considered an anti-Semitic uh, online uh, phrase now uh, as well. And when I saw uh, this... Uh, the, the Hasidic Jews, they wear the big hats. So they're nicknamed the big hats while uh, the the other Jews are called the small hats. Like when they popped out of the sewer, I thought that was a sketch. Like that's some sort of sketch to make Jews look bad and spread anti-Semitism. But it was actually real, this bizarre thing. And thankfully they have been uh, arrested, these uh, Hasidic Jewish uh extremists uh, for, well, threatening uh, the stability of buildings. So obviously there's a lot of people who don't believe the official reasons for the tunnels. Uh, Could they be dug uh, so that uh, ascetic Jews, uh, if there was another pandemic and lockdown, they could sneak uh, to and from synagogue? Because remember the Orthodox Jews in Melbourne had to flee from Victoria police on the roof. 
I and could they could they be dug for more nefarious, sinister, uh, disturbing reasons such as uh, organized crime or even uh, child sex trafficking? But uh, the USA Today has said no, that's all anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy. Uh, theories and there were no soil mattresses so there you have it case closed move along there's nothing to see here then nobody's been able to say these fact checkers where that footage of the soil mattresses being pulled from the walls there came from so we still don't where did that come from i mean we need to like we're told it's not from that synagogue where did it come from anyway over uh over we are over a an hour and a half. Probably we'll go for for two, but uh, getting getting through uh, to uh, the end. Uh, so Tucker Carlson, uh, he has formally set up the Tucker Carlson Network, a a subscription uh, service now, where you just go to uh, tuckercarlson.com. I'll bring it up up now. Uh, now, this was always uh, in the works. It's called the Tucker Carlson Network to uh, begin with uh, because, well, he's the main personality, but it'll probably change its name eventually when uh, he uh, diversifies and has has more hosts. Uh, now, uh, the, 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 the pricing is in uh, US uh, dollars, so uh, it's uh, uh, $6 uh, per month if you sign up annually. Uh, $9 per month. So he divided his audience by interviewing Kevin Spacey just before Christmas in character as uh, Frank Underwood, uh, the president uh, from uh, House of Cars that he played on uh, Netflix. Uh, now, Kevin Spacey was a, he, he was, he has been found not guilty of every uh, criminal, in every criminal and civil case, even the one bought by uh, his original accuser, Anthony Rapp, uh, it was a civil case in, in New York, who accused him of uh, trying to rape him when he was uh, 14 and Spacey was uh, uh, 26. So uh, obviously uh, there were those four uh, Spacey uh, accusers who mysteriously died and Kevin Spacey released that Christmas message about uh, killing people with kindness. Uh, so, but it was Douglas Murray who decided to uh, formally uncancel uh, Kevin Spacey and declare him a, a victim of Me Too and a conservative free speech uh, warrior at the Sir Roger Scruton uh, uh, lecture. And now Tucker Carlson's interviewed him as in character. And you see Frank Underwood say, there would be no Netflix if it wasn't for me. And Tucker Carlson said, oh, they tried to tried to kill you, obviously. Killed off, uh, killed him off in the in the final season. Though, of course, Kevin Spacey it can't be denied that he's a deviant degenerate. I mean, he uh, did uh, play uh, play around on the English throne with Ghislaine Maxwell in London. Obviously, Prince Andrew uh, let them in. Uh, Douglas Murray, I, I think he went back to the UK for a bit to fill in for Piers Morgan over over Christmas. Michael Kroger, the former Victorian Liberal president, he's over in Israel at the moment, as is our Foreign Minister Penny Wong, though she's being criticised by the Liberals because she's not going to the October 7 massacre uh, sites because uh, basically the Liberal Party here is uh, Israel uh, first now, not Australia first, and they can't be trusted on uh, to curtail mass immigration as well. They'll just lie to us as well. 
over in the US, uh, mass illegal immigration is the reason why Trump is, well, is not just ahead in the US uh, Republican primaries, which start tomorrow with the Iowa caucuses, but also uh, in front of Biden a head-to-head 2020 rematch because the sanctuary cities uh, are being overrun because, well, uh, Biden, uh, he is not uh, enforcing the border and uh, mainly Texas Governor Greg Abbott is shipping them to sanctuary cities. You say you're a sanctuary city? Here you go. And uh, so uh, New York uh, school children, uh, they missed several days of school uh, because uh, their school was used to house illegal migrants. Uh, New York, Chicago, they're the main two cities being overrun. Mayor Eric Adams is saying the city will be changed uh, forever. But uh, a lot of uh, Democrats, uh, they uh, they uh, claim that uh, uh, we still need all these uh, illegal uh, immigrants uh, to be our uh, servant class, uh, which is well, in terms of uh, doing uh, uh, doing uh, low paying jobs and also well uh, voting for them as well when it comes to election time. Because have you seen this uh, this this graphic? I think I've got it here. Uh, Democrat a minus Republican voter margins by racial group. Uh, so uh, whites still vote uh, 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 vote more Republican, but Democrat. Uh, black, it's eighty percent more vote Democrat. Latino, Hispanic, uh, it is. And this is uh, broken up by 2016, 2020, not much has changed. There's more Latinos and Hispanics now, 38%, 33%, and Asians are 27% uh, net uh, for uh, the uh, Democrats. This is uh, uh, Jerry Nadler. Remember, he's uh, the New York Democrat congressman who shat himself uh, during a press conference talking about why we why uh, illegal immigration is, uh, is so important for the United States. And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm, that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if, it weren't, if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, many illegal immigrants. The fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level which means our population is going to start shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. And this reminds me of something that uh, Nancy Pelosi, or as I call her, Nasty uh, Pelosi, uh, said last year. It's basically Democrats in the like it's the 21st century equivalent of saying but who will pick uh our cotton uh and uh tobacco in in the fields the fact is is that uh we have a responsibility to secure our border we also have a responsibility to recognize the importance of newcomers to our nation Right now, the best thing that we can do for our economy is to have comprehensive immigration reform. We have a shortage of workers in our country, and you see even in Florida, some of the farmers and the growers saying, why are you shipping these uh, 
immigrants uh, up north, we need them to pick the crops down here. But that doesn't mean that we don't recognize our moral responsibility as well. When the president, the former, well, occasional occupant of the White House. Uh, I think she means the occasional occupant of the White House, uh, President uh, Joe Biden, who he has a that permanent look of senility on his face now uh, when uh, when he's out and about. I mean, there was that disturbing scene where he wanted to sniff the hair it looked of that teenage girl in the coffee shop. He has that permanent look of uh, dementia on his face uh, almost at every press conference now. I mean, Trump is only four years younger, but he has got his full uh, uh, full mental cap- capabilities. And uh, now uh, in the Iowa caucuses tomorrow, now the Democrats cancelled their Iowa caucus. It's going to be mail-in because they didn't believe that Iowa uh, was diverse enough uh, to have their, their first uh, primary. Uh, so there's only four left in the, the race, obviously Donald Trump, I, Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and former South Carolina uh, Governor in, uh, Nikki Haley and businessman Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was excluded uh, from the latest CNN uh, debate. Uh, so it was just Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, uh, Chris Christie or Chris Krispy Kreme, as uh, Mark Dice refers to him. Uh, dropped out and was caught on hot mic saying that uh, Nikki Haley is going to be smoked. Uh, Neocon uh, Nikki. Rand Paul has launched the Never Nikki uh, movement, uh, which we should all get uh, behind. She constantly flip-flops. She's basically uh, a brown Republican version of of Hillary Clinton. Uh, There's this good uh, graphic uh, going around. Uh, Haley, and that's the the the, the Hillary uh, logo from uh, 2016. Uh, there. Uh, so obviously, uh, Joe Biden. I uh, he they, they've rigged the primary system, the Democrats. So Joe Biden uh, will win the nomination. Though there is a all this talk about break class a case of emergency. So. Uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, the uh, the governor of California, is seen as an emergency candidate. I uh, uh, Kamala Harris, though she is seen as the natural successor because she is uh, a vice president and also a woman of color. Uh, but uh, the outside emergency candidate is Michelle Obama because. Uh, she uh, went on a podcast talking about she feared, you know, who uh, that Donald Trump would get back into uh, the White House. And now if Michelle Obama did run, uh, she'd have to address once and for all uh, the accusations, allegations that she was born Michael Obama, uh, that she still has a penis, uh, a nicknamed Big Mike. Just have to address those uh, once and for all. And if she, if the Obamas had anything to do with the the death of uh, uh, Joan uh, Rivers for calling Michelle Obama a, a tranny, and that we all know that that's the case. 
And uh, Donald Trump, he uh, decided to uh, attack a uh, Vivek over on uh, Truth Truth Social. Uh, so this is what he, he said. Vivek started his campaign as a great support of the best president in generations. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly, but a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't wait your vote on Vivek. Vivek is not MAGA. The Biden indictments against his political opponent will never be allowed in this country. They're already beginning to fail MAGA. Uh, Trump is, of course, in and outside of court on all of those trumped-up charges in Georgia, Washington, and uh, New York. That's They're wanting to uh, save a democracy by excluding him from democracy. I mean, they had their annual cry over January 6th. You know, it's worse than Pearl Harbor, the Civil War, and 9-11 combined. I mean, this uh, tweet from Ultramaga Joyce Lady summed up the ridiculous comparisons uh, with, uh, of January 6th with 9-11, which, of course, was done by Saudi Arabia. So my mother's remains are in that cloud of dust. No, January 6th was not worse than 9-11. I, the the only murder that occurred on January 6th was of a Trump supporter, Ashley Babbitt, a war veteran who was shot in a cold blood. Now, I, the UK is also has a, a general election uh, due uh, later this year. It has to be held before the end of the year. Rishi Sunak, I, the unelected uh, conservative prime minister, uh, he gets to decide when the election date is. He will probably try to hold on for as long as possible because uh, he is not going to turn around uh, a, the Conservatives' catastrophic position in the polls. I mean, the Labour Party under uh, the leadership of Sakir Starmer is uh, roughly 20 points uh, ahead. Uh, the Conservatives, they're trying to change, uh, uh, save the furniture uh, by attacking uh, the uh, well, uh, attacking the Reform Party. If you're thinking of voting for the Reform Party, which is the successor to the Brexit Party, Nigel Farage is the president. Uh, Richard Tice is the party leader. If you vote for a reform, it's a, uh, a vote for Labour and Sakir Starmer. Uh, though uh, both Nigel Farage and uh, Richard Tice, they went on. I, the uh, chief uh, conservative uh, stooge uh, TV show, Mark Dolan on GB News, and they told him uh, that uh, the, you need to punish failure and the conservatives have, uh, they, uh, they're a government that has failed. The British people uh, have repeatedly lied to them. They haven't stopped the boats. Uh, they, uh, they haven't cut immigration. Uh, they haven't, the, the grooming gangs, uh, the sexual assaults on British girls are still uh, continuing. Uh, the work agenda hasn't been rolled back. There's still people being arrested for misgendering on social media uh, by the uh, police. And so uh, Nigel Farage and Richard Tice, they're absolutely right to say uh, that the Conservatives need to be uh, punished. And that actually the conservatives should stand aside for reform because we're, you know, we're, we've got conservative values. If you want to vote for uh, work progressive policies, vote uh, for uh, the conservatives. And uh, Rishi Sunak uh, was over 
in uh, addressing the Ukrainian parliament uh, with Vladimir Zelensky uh, brought uh, brought a British Union uh, J- Union Jack. Uh, Rishi Sunak, he's also got the nickname now Roland Rat, who's this, uh, who, who was this uh, puppet on British television in the, the 80s. You can see the resemblance there between Rishi Sunak and Roland Rat. And uh, there's this meme that was circulating after his uh, <laughs> trip to Ukraine. Rishi Sunak is a rat faced cunt. I mean, he's certainly rap fucking uh, the, uh, the British people. And the sooner him and the, the useless conservative uh, government uh, voted out, uh, the better. Uh, there is another uh, by-election triggered by the resignation of a conservative MP, Peter Bone, after he was suspended from the House of Commons for six weeks for allegedly showing his boner to a former aide in a hotel room in Madrid many years ago. Uh, his uh, partner, uh, Helen Harrison, is running for his seat of Willingborough. Uh which is going to be held on the 15th of uh, February. And I reckon that Labour or the Lib Dems uh, will win that. Uh, Peter Bone, another unfortunate name, like uh, the former uh, Conservative MP Chris Pincher, uh, who uh, was uh, pinching men on the bottom. And then uh, Matt Hancock, who's still in uh, Parliament, the former uh, health secretary who he was being handy with his cock with his uh, staffer uh, during lockdown uh, isn't sunak a a u.s citizen he gave up his green card uh though he's met his wife uh is a indian heiress non-citizen uh, so uh if he makes britain broke i uh, then uh, he He'll always have one reliable uh, source of funds. Uh, he can certainly, uh, he's a global uh, citizen, uh, that's, that, that's for sure. Uh, now, the other uh, major election is the London uh, mayoral election on the 2nd of May. Uh, Labour Sadiq Khan uh, up against uh, Conservative uh, Susan Paul, who is only pledging to roll back Sadiq Khan's uh, unpopular uh, ULES uh, expansion uh, to all of Greater London. So if you have a a car which is deemed high emission, it costs you £12.50 every day to just drive through uh, London. And another sketch of Katie Hopkins is uh, calling the, the ULES vigilantes, the Blade Runners, disgusting. Pure vandalism, using ankle grinders and filling foam from tool station uh, to vandalize these cameras. It's absolutely disgusting law-breaking. But ULES, the original just around the city centre, that was originally a proposal of Boris Johnson, but Sadiq Khan uh, being the... being the, well, the globalist that an anti-car... anti-liberty uh, person that he is decided to expand it to the whole of, of London and roll out 20 minute, uh, 20 mile per hour, low traffic neighborhoods uh, as well. Uh, there was a, a interesting uh, uh, data that was released that British height, uh, the height of uh, British people is declining. And that could be because of uh, the mass uh, Indian uh, migration uh, to 
to uh, Britain uh, over the past 50 years and from other subcontinent nation. I mean, both Rishi Sunak and uh, Sadiq Khan, who is Pakistani, they are both uh, nipple height, as it is being referred. Have you seen Rishi Sunak uh, next to David Cameron? He literally is at David Cameron's nipples. I mean, he, he does look like the size of a rat compared to uh, David Cameron, who, of course, licking his lips at uh, another Middle East war uh, in Yemen. Now, I've only got uh, uh, 10 minutes left. Uh, so I'm going to uh, junk uh, the the rest of uh, uh, rest of the other global news. I'll I'll cover that next week. But what I do want to uh, cover is uh, a, the give a well a a, a shout out uh, to uh, former Premier League footballer uh, Joey Barton who. On uh, Twitter X, where he has uh, 2.8 million followers, has uh, called out the uh, atrocious female comment, uh, football commentators commenting on the men's game on ITV. Uh, so that is uh, uh, so that is their names. Uh, I should say. Um, Uh, Lucy Ward and uh, Enai uh, Akalu. Uh, so how is she even talking about football? She can't even kick a ball properly. Your coverage of the game, uh, e uh, English Football Championship last night, took it to a new low. Uh, they are the Fred and Rose West of football commentary. And this got uh, uh, ITV very upset. Uh, they put out a statement uh, that uh, that said, for Joey Barton, an ex-professional player with significant social media presence to target two of our pundits, uh, Enai Akulu and Lucy Ward, with such vindictive remarks based on gender to invoke the names of Syracuse in doing so, is uh, uh, clearly shameful, contemptible, uh, contemptible and shameful on his part. Football is uh, for everyone. And that was retweeted by a... ITV and Sky Sport uh, commentator Gary Neville, former Manchester United player, said this has gone too far. And uh, now is is uh, Joey Barton uh, because he's not against female football commentators, period, but believes that they're just just there on on to on tokenism is what uh, what is what uh, what he be he, he believes. And uh, so this is a one of the the female female commentators uh, that he said is useless. Eni Aludo. This is her football takes. You know he's got a great record, nineteen goals in forty appearances. You know, do the math on that. It's, it's one one goal a game, pretty much. In terms of the penalty, you know, I think she's done everything right, but maybe hit it a bit too clean, and she'll be bitterly disappointed. I think there's a lot of cat and mouse going on here. As a sporting director, I used to do this a lot. So I used to call up a club, big club, and say, right, can you put in a bid in? And that would get my owner to, to basically put a yeah. higher bid in. It's a bit like an auction, isn't yeah. it? I don't think Manchester City actually want to sign Declan Rice. I think what's going on here is Arteta's picked up the phone to Pep, said, listen, you know, Arsenal are going to do the sort of incremental bid approach. If you put a higher bid in, that will push my owner to... I, I think there's a bit of that going on here.
I mean, she's just a a a a a, 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 a depository of football wisdom uh, there. I mean, I, look at her math: uh, nineteen goals in forty games. That's a, that that's a that's a go, that's a goal a game. And now uh, Joey Barton, he's ha- he he. He's had a reputation uh, both on and off the pitch as a hothead. Uh, he uh, was regularly red carded on the field uh, for violent conduct and uh, served a 74-day prison sentence in 2008 uh, for common assault and affray in Liverpool. Uh, his Manchester City career ended uh, when he uh, 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 physically assaulted a teammate at training. He then went on to play for Newcastle United and then Queens, Queens, Queens Park Rangers. Uh, what did end his career is that uh, he was found to have uh, betted on football matches. He got an 18-month uh, ban, uh, which at the age of uh, 35 ended his, uh, his career. Uh, though Joe Barton's defence has always been the other person provoked me. They started it. Uh, but he always responds with like more force uh, than the other person begins begins on him. Uh, so yeah, he's never been able to all the years uh, have a cool head and not uh, lash out. Uh, but the reason why he's got two point eight million uh, Twitter followers uh, is uh, because uh, he, he he is. Uh, an intellectual. Uh, when you hear him speak, he, is, he has this uh, Merseyside accent. Uh, he is he is very well spoken, and he does have a, a he does take a big interest in uh, public affairs. He you he's being smeared. It will uh, called far right, even though he has diverse polit- uh, political views. I mean, he supports the NHS. Uh, he uh supports lgb but uh without the uh t and now gary neville uh his response to uh gary neville uh, who's a a lefty i mean all ex-manchester united players are because sir alex ferguson uh, was a massive lefty he said gary please keep your head down or you will get emptied as well i know they pay your wages but i don't have to want to put you away worry about uh one of the other Three, uh, uh, three, seven, five, eight business things you've got going on. I'll decide uh, when it's gone too far, uh, not you. And he also said to ITV, is this the same ITV football that tried to cover up Philip Schofield grooming and then bumming an underage boy asking for a friend? Now, he went on, uh, as I said, uh, Piers Morgan's program and uh the panel uh, afterwards featured uh, Pearl Davis and a couple of other uh, female journalists. He went on uh, Pearl Davis's uh, Pearly Things channel, and Joe Barton's also learnt, launching his own podcast, uh, Common Sense. Uh, now, he was invited on uh, Jeremy Vine's uh, Vine on Five program. Now, you may remember uh, Jeremy uh, Vine. Uh, he was... Uh, the uh, he hosts uh, BBC Radio Two Lunchtime and uh, uh, live on Five, which is a uh, Vine on Five, which is Channel Five. It's a commercial network. Now, I invited Jeremy Vine 
Oh, sorry, Jeremy Vine's producer invited Joe Barton on after Jeremy Vine tweeted this. What's going on with Joe Barton? I just glanced at the Rose West thing and then at the Gary Neville spat. Uh, then his attack on Philip Schofield and the ITV reply. Generally, is it possible we're dealing with a, a brain injury here? And uh, uh, so when uh, Jeremy Vine's uh, producer, a uh, emailed him he posted it on 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 twitter here and said that uh jeremy stop gaslighting mate just because i keep knocking you back to come on your shite program grow your audience and i'll come on and hand your ass uh, to you live on air and uh joey barton he's uh, started the hashtag uh, with jeremy vine bike nonce because jeremy vine is the most annoying cyclist that you could possibly imagine. I mean, he has a camera on uh, his uh, head uh, when he cycles and uh, abuses lorry drivers who, uh, who, who don't give way to him because cyclists are supposed to have the right of way. Even when the lorries turned, like, like lorries are long, they've already turned when he's approaching it. And he, as well as getting Alex Belfield five years in prison for allegedly stalking and harassing him, when all Alex Belfield did was send him emails asking him things, uh, he, Alex Belfield was accused of inciting hate on uh, Jeremy Vine. Jeremy Vine cried at uh, the... Uh, Alex Belfield's uh, trial and called in the Jimmy Savile of of trolling. Uh, so, yeah, Jeremy Vine. He's uh, an annoying uh, cyclist. Uh, he uh, he was also a hundred percent for uh, the COVID agenda and uh, the vax mandates. Uh, so now the hashtag bike nonce uh, for those of you who are not British and don't know what the term nonce means, uh, it is a British slang for child molester or pedophile, or as they pronounce, pedophile. I, the term nonce, it was uh, popularised by, uh, uh, by the by uh, the the character, psychic character, uh, Clinton Baptiste, who uh, was a psychic on the Phoenix Night sitcom in the 2000. Uh, Peter Kay uh, did a live tour as Clinton Baptiste. So uh, he's, uh, he's the opposite of John Edward because he tells people what he doesn't want to hear. He, he walks up to this uh, uh, big, uh, bald, uh, mean-looking guy and says, I'm getting the word nonce. Now, I'm not aware of any uh, accusations against Jeremy Vine. Uh, maybe we'll get Clinton Baptiste to do a reading on uh, Jeremy Vine, but he is a vile person. He got a, a car driver nine months in prison uh, for uh, a spat on uh, the, the, the road. I mean, cyclists in the UK, they spend half their time abusing lorry drivers. I mean... We, I think, a lot of us hope that a lorry drive. Lorry drivers are national heroes. They make it. Obviously, the farmers. Uh, they are the ones. They are their first heroes. And then the lorry drivers who get the they get the produce and the food uh, to market. Uh, we, I certainly hope that uh, a lorry driver accidentally poleaxes Jeremy Vine on his bike 
and his skin is all over uh, the bitumen. And yes, he is just wailing there, uh, just in his flesh there. That's how vile Jeremy Vile is. Obviously, I'm not inciting anything. I just, uh, you know, I would laugh if such a lorry accident was to happen. Uh, to uh, Jeremy Vine. Now, this is Jeremy Vine uh, getting his uh, uh, COVID uh, vaccine uh, back in 2021. Mask on. I'm actually, I'm almost wanting to run in because it's so exciting because finally, finally, protection against COVID. Here we go. It's all done. You're joking. No. So I'm in bed with it. With it with COVID. Uh, now he's a vine on five. He accepts call-ins, and uh, uh, the public opinion of Jeremy Vine, because there's people who hate him without uh, Alex Belfield and uh, Joey Barton uh, publicly expressing their their hatred. I mean, it could just be that Jeremy Vine. Lots of people just hate you. Uh, hate you. Uh, so this was, uh, this was a caller, Tim from Lancashire. You're a cunt. <laughs> Joey Barton tweeted, "Yes, uh, that uh, that wasn't me." Anyway, that's it. I've gone for over two hours now. So that's the premiere of uh, Tim's News Explosion for 2024. I will get. Uh, to broader European developments and also some New Zealand news uh, on next week's Tim's News Explosion. Now, as I said earlier, my guest on Wilmsfront this Sunday, 9pm. Don't forget to tune in, click the bell to allow for notifications, give a thumbs up, like, comment below. Um, it will be uh, Ben Shan, the Dusty Bogan, Bogan Christian Lobby, uh, to discuss the Australia Month uh, campaign. And so... Make sure that you tune in for that. I'll be I'll be recording fresh reports from Tiger Mountain with uh, Richard Wollstonecroft uh, later later this week. Uh, now, as I as I have uh, been mentioning, he is now a regular on Sam Newman's "You Cannot Be Serious" uh, podcast as a as a panelist. As uh, Sam as a rotating panel uh, rotating a rotating panelists uh, since his uh, co-host Don Scott uh, quit. Uh, so, I, and also uh, Richard uh, will be at a, the uh, Australia Day uh, event uh, at Doncaster Bowling Club, which uh, Damien Richardson, uh, a former actor and freedom activist, is uh, promoting. So it's $25 per ticket at Try Booking. Uh, they only accept credit card, PayPal, and uh, GPay, Doncaster Bowling Club. Uh, so 11 a.m. for a 12 p.m. start. I'll be there. Andy Notch will be there. It's outside of the uh, CBD no-go zone, though, given what happened in Doncaster with that uh, deadly home invasion. Uh, we should certainly be uh, careful, though the bowling club should be uh, pretty secure uh, there. Now, remember, if you want to uh, support the work of the Unshackled, you can uh, take take out a premium membership, which per month is $5 per month, silver $10 per month, gold $25 per month, platinum $50 uh, per month. 
And uh, you can also take out a yearly subscription. So that's the unshackled.net slash membership. And also I will put the 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 link uh, to the uh, to the Australia Day celebration on on try booking in the chat as well. And uh, now my uh, weekly uh, Wilms reports on New Zealand's reality check radio uh, with uh, uh, with uh, Paul Brennan on breakfast. They will return in February, as will the theorists with Andy Nolch at Tuesdays 9 p.m. on the theorists YouTube odyssey and rumble uh channel uh so the full archive is available on odyssey and rumble of the theorists because youtube took down so many episodes and of course all of the wilmstrunt and other unshackled uh productions are backed up on odyssey and rumble i'll upload the replay to rumble you could be watching it there uh so that is uh all uh so happy australia month and i will bring you more news uh next week I'm still catching up because uh, I've been away for uh, three weeks. Uh, so stay safe, stay cool, and I will see you on Sunday for Wilmsfront. Don't forget. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's News Explosion.